Hey guys so today we will be reading segment 2 of chapter 3 which is an action so i just want to take back uh, to the last segment which we read so in the last segment uh, there was a girl called maria and the director asked maria to uh, to do a particular thing in which she just had to go on the stage sit and then just come back this was the assignment which was given to her now in this particular segment the director will ask her to do something else so let's see what it is so let's start again an a book called as an actor prepares by constantine stanislavski chapter 3 which is an action segment 2 let us give a new play said the director to maria as he came into the classroom today here is a gist of it your mother has lost her job and her income she has nothing to sell to pay for your tuition in dramatic school in consequence you will be obliged to leave tomorrow but a friend has come to your rescue she has no cash to lend you so she brought you a broad set in in invaluable stones her generous act has moved and excited you can you accept such a sacrifice you cannot just make up your mind you try to refuse but your friend sticks to the pin into stick but your friend sticks the pin into a curtain and walks out you follow her into the corridor where there is a long scene of persuasion refusal tears gratitude but in the end you accept and your friend just leaves and you come back into the room to get the brooch but where is it can anyone have entered and taken it in a room house that would be altogether possible a careful nerve-wracking search ensues go up on the stage I shall stick the pin in a fold of this curtain and you are to find it. In a moment he announced and he was ready. Maria dashed onto the stage as if she has been chased. She ran to the edge of the footlights and then back again, holding her head with both hands and writhing with terror. Then she came forward again and then again went away. This time in the opposite direction rushing out towards the front she seized the folds of the curtain and shook them desperately finally burying her head in them this act she intended to represent looking for the brooch not finding it she turned quickly and dashed off the stage alternately holding her head or beating her breast apparently to represent the general tragedy of the situation those of us who were sitting in the orchestra could scarcely keep from laughing it was not long before maria came running down to us in the most triumphant manner her eyes shone her cheeks flamed how do you feel asked the director oh <laughs> just wonderful I can tell you how wonderful I am so happy she cried hopping around on her seat I feel just as if I have made my debut 
really at home on the stage that's fine said he encouragingly but where is the brooch give it to me oh, oh yes uh, said she uh, i i forgot that that is rather strange you were looking hard for it and you forgot it we could scarcely look around before she was on the stage again and was going through the folds of curtain do not forget this one thing said the director warningly if the brooch is found you are saved you may continue to come up to these classes but if the pin is not found you will have to leave the school immediately her face became intense she glued her eyes on the curtain and went over every fold of the material from top to bottom painstakingly systematically this time her search was at a much lower pace but we were all sure that she was not wasting a second of her time and that she was sincerely excited although she made no effort to seem so oh where is it uh, oh uh, i've lost it this time the words were muttered in a very low voice uh, <laughs> it it isn't there she cried with despair and consternation when she had gone through every fold her face was all worry and sadness she stood motionless as if her thoughts were far away it was easy to feel how the loss of the pin had moved her we watched and held our breath finally the director spoke how do you feel now after your second search he asked uh how do i feel i i, I don't know her whole manner was languid she shrugged her shoulders as she tried for some answer and unconsciously her eyes were still on the floor of the stage i looked really hard she went on after a moment that's true this time you really did look said he but what did you do the first time oh the first time i was very excited uh, i suffered which feeling was more agreeable the first when you rushed about and tore up the curtain or the second when you searched through it quietly when you searched through it quietly why of course the first one when i was looking for the pin no do not try to make us believe that the first time you were looking for the pin said he you did not even think of it you merely sought to suffer for the sake of suffering but the second time you really did look we all saw it we understood we believed because your consternation and distraction actually existed your first search was bad the second was good this verdict stunned her oh she said i i nearly killed myself for the first time that doesn't count said he 
it only interfered with a real search on the stage do not run for the sake of running or suffer for the sake of suffering don't act in general for the sake of action always act with a purpose and truthfully said i yes he agreed and now get up on the stage and do it we went but for a very long time we did not know what to do we felt we must make an impression but i couldn't think of anything worth the attention of an audience i started be othello but soon stopped leo tried in turn an aristocrat a general and peasant maria ran around holding her head and her heart to represent tragedy paul sat on a chair in a hamlet like pose and seemed to be representing either sorrow or delusion sonia floated around and by her side grisha declared his love in the most worn out tradition of the stage when i happened to look at nicholas and dasha who had an usual hidden themselves in a corner i almost groaned to see their fixes stared i just read this sentence again when i happened to look at nicholas and dasha who had as usual hidden themselves in a corner i almost groaned to see their fixed stares and wooden attitudes as they did a scene from isben's brand let's sum up what you have done said the director i shall begin with you he said indicating me and at the same time with you and you he went on pointing pointing to maria and paul sit right here on these chairs where i can see you better and begin you are to be jealous you to suffer you to grieve just producing those moods for their own sakes we sat down and immediately we felt the absurdity of our situation as long as i was walking about reading like a savage it was possible to imagine that there was some intense in what i was doing but when i was put on a chair with no external movements the absurdity of my performance was clear well what do you think asked the director can one sit on a chair and for no reason at all be jealous or all stirred up or sad of course it is impossible fix this for all, for all time in your memories on the stage there cannot be under any circumstances action which is directed immediately at the arousing of a feel, feeling for its own sake to ignore this rule results only in the most disgusting artificiality 
when you are choosing some bit of action leave feeling and spiritual content alone never seek to be jealous or to make love or to suffer for its own sake all such feelings are the results of something that has gone before of the thing that has gone before you should think as hard as you can as for the result it will produce itself the fourth acting of passion or of types or the mere use of conventional gestures these are all frequent faults in our profession but you must keep away from all these unrealities you must not copy passions or copy types you must live in the passion you must live in the passions and in the type your acting of them must grow out of your living in them when it then suggested that we we could act better if the stage was not so bare if there were some properties about like furniture fireplaces ashtrays very well agreed the director and ended the lesson at that point so guys this is the end of segment 2 of chapter 3 so i want to summarize of what the director wanted to uh, say so the main the main agenda of this particular segment was is what he wanted to say that on the stage do not do anything just for the sake of doing it like do not run for the sake of running do not cry for the sake of crying do not suffer for the sake of suffering always act with a purpose this is what he has been trying to uh, say in this particular segment and also there is one more really important thing which uh, the uh, writer wanted to convey that all the feelings are the result of something that has gone before so at that moment whatever you are feeling it is because that something has happened a few minutes ago so the writer asks you to think about that situation as hard as you can so that the result will produce and it will automatically produce and it will be good in a way so that is it guys this was the end of uh, segment 2 of chapter 3 i'll see you tomorrow bye